Guess what? I just put my logo in my pool. Guess what? I just made a porno in the booth. Guess what? They be taking photos when I move. Guess what? I still got control. How about you? Guess what? I just put my logo in my pool. Guess what? I just made a porno in the booth. Guess what? They be taking photos when I move. Guess what? I still got control, how about you? Guess what? Race against your doubt, a lot of y'all ain't running fast enough. I can spot a fake before we even finish dapping up. Clapping when Okay, welcome back to Small State Big Takes. We have for you this evening, morning, night, whenever you're listening, we have um, our first fantasy baseball you know, special, quote-unquote, whatever you want to call it, of the year, of 2020. We had a... A couple uh, last year, and we are accompanied by our uh, our best friend. I think I can call him best friend. Is Eric Cross from Fantrax? Welcome back, and uh, thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, we we go way back. We're all besties, right? Best friends oh. forever. Oh yeah. We got the rings like SpongeBob and Patrick. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah happy to have you back, Eric. Hell yeah. It's going to be a Happy good to year. Be back. Yeah, you excited for baseball this year? Oh, yeah, always excited. You know, I'm not excited for the uh, the Red Sox pitching staff, but uh, outside of that, yeah, I'm pretty excited. You're not on the Martin Perez hype train? You know, he sucks. Um, <laughs> I can't wait till Sale and Erod get hurt, and he's like our two. So that's going to be great. So you're assuming Sale and Erod will get hurt, but Evaldi's going to be the one to stay healthy. Oh, no, he'll get hurt, too. Okay, so Mark <laughs> This Perez, is going to be awesome, <laughs> that, right that's, why that's why we're going like 79 and 83 this year. That's my prediction for the Red Sox. Okay. All right. Lock it in. We're going we're gonna to score a lot of runs. The bullpen's like, meh. And then <laughs> starting rotation is held together by Sale and Erod. So, not confident there. What Who's is, winning the division? Yankees? By a landslide? Yeah, but like, well, it was by a landslide. Now they keep getting hurt. Paxton's out for a bit. Severino's done for the year. Stanton's hurt, so they're they're falling apart. They'll, they'll probably still win a division, but probably Tampa be the one only one that can challenge them, really. Yeah. Over under eighty games played for Giancarlo this year. Ugh, uh, <laughs> probably under. I don't have any faith in that dude staying healthy. Like he sucks. I'd love to see it. <laughs> yeah, I, I love all you had that. <laughs> You guys hear that quote he had the other day after the whole all the sign stealing things? He's like, "Oh, I would have hit eighty home runs if I had known what was coming." Yeah, that means if you if you would sit on the field long enough to hit eighty home runs, sure. The one year you're actually healthy for most of the year. Yeah, you get 150 games maybe, but you can't do 80 home runs in 45 games there, Mike. Although if he knew it was coming, you never know. If he knew if he knew a slider was coming, he wouldn't. You would think he wouldn't swing at it, but you never know with that dude. Right. <laughs> um, so today, tonight, uh, we kind of just want to uh, this morning. This morning, yeah. <laughs> Yesterday, you know, them all. whatever, whatever. Where am I? We want to, uh, you know, our fantasy baseball draft is in uh, 15 days, 22 hours, and 23 minutes. So basically, what we want to talk about. Um, is fantasy baseball now? What does that mean? We've got some. <laughs> Explain to us. <laughs> yeah, I'll well, break it. It can be very ambiguous, as <laughs> most fantasy baseball nerds know. There's a plethora of different types of uh, you know leagues, conversations to be had, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Tonight, we 
kind of want to focus on um, one questions that maybe we have about our own rosters, some insight, and we want to talk about. Um, Gilly came up with a good idea a little a little while ago. Uh, you know, a kind of buy sell thing. You know, this guy had a good rookie year last year. Are you in on him? You out on him? That type of thing. Uh, so, with that being said, just uh, right out of the gate, you buying or selling Eugenio Suarez? <laughs> what? Uh, that's how we're gonna spot. start this. Hey, on the Suarez is selling right now. Sell? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what? What? I don't, what does he even do back? I, I'm, He's dead, isn't he? <laughs> Probably. He might be John Olerud. I, I can't believe at least through May, but I could be wrong. Two of the biggest baseball tragedies, Eugenio Suarez and John Olerud. <laughs> <laughs> you heard about that, right, Eric? John Olerud's dead. No, don't say that. Can't. He's not actually dead, Eric. Don't. The, 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 the guy that wears a helmet all the time cannot be dead. <laughs> This is true. He's the he's safest of corpse all of, of all time. <laughs> yeah, he's in the casket with it with a helmet on. He he, he was uh he, he's ashes now, but he's still got the helmet. They just put the ash in you know, there's no urn needed, just put him in that ash in the helmet. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just happy you didn't leave right there. <laughs> that would have been like a perfect time. Oh, well, we lost him. <laughs> uh, the connection drops there, guys. Oh. <laughs> was my favorite. All right, so yeah, wow. Eugenio Suarez, what's the deal? Yeah, Immediate uh, sell, loaded so. first question, but. So, <laughs> I can't get over that. Last, oh. thing that. last thing I've seen is that he should be back, what, April sometime? So it's not, that's not too bad. Okay. But, yeah. How about actually kind of a weird weird injury there? Didn't he doesn't he had a shoulder injury from a swimming pool incident? Is that the story? Yep. Yep. No that's, <laughs> it it doesn't beat uh Sammy Sosa sneezing and throwing on his back, but or, you want know. to breaking both his ankles chasing wild hogs. Whatever it was. <laughs> both good excuses. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that uh, yes, swimming pool. That's that's a good one. That is a good one. It's almost like remember uh, Rondo a few years ago. Supposedly he had some bad injury, uh, slipping in the shower. Oh, uh, that was Rondo. Yeah, that it was Rondo. Yeah, Correa had a, a a massage gone wrong. Right, that caused his back issues. Yeah, supposedly. I mean, sounds like is, is uh, it is a better when a massage goes wrong and you get injured like Correa, or it goes wrong and you get into the news like Bob Kraft? Which one's worse? <laughs> Which one's more of a massage gone wrong? I think Kraft won. Yeah, Kraft definitely won. That one. Kraft way happier. Like, you gotta give that guy props. He's like seventy-five, and you know all the power to him. Still getting yeah. off. <laughs> um, in terms of other guys, though, because uh, obviously. Eric, you're the uh, the prospect guru over at uh, at Fantrax HQ there. Um, so to kind of gear gear a few questions that way. What about um, some some notables this year? The Chicago White Sox is uh, Luis Robert. It's and it's not Robert, right? Like uh, it's it's. I think it's kind of like Robert. Uh, so that's so I've heard him okay. say it. I think it's Robert, but okay. I could I could be Robert. I I might be wrong there, but um, mostly buying on him. Um, buying the power speed this year, but I think, you know, there was still some concerns with, you know, pitch recognition and, you know, kind of the off-speed stuff laying off that. So I think kind of like, remember, remember how like, Yohan Moncada came in and he kind of struggled with the average from the get-go. 
Verdict first year. So I think Robert's going to be kind of the same way. Um, I, I don't think he'll hit like 220 or anything like that, like kind of like Moncada did, but probably will be, you know, 250, 260. But then again, I think he can you know hit 20 home runs, steal 25. So um, he, he just went in the, the TGFBI draft that I'm in. He went 69 overall, which is nice. One of, one of, yeah, nice. Uh, one, one, of the, one of the higher I've seen him. So, uh, yeah, he's been taken well. I've taken him in the 80 to 90 range in, in several drafts. So, um, yeah, the helium's there. But I, I think he can definitely return top 100 value at least. If he just hits 250, I think the power and speed will play there. Okay. Going into the season, does he have to be the top rookie? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The only other one that's clo- you know Lux is there, but Lux is going to be he's not as big of a power speed guy. Um, yeah, Joe Adele. I don't think even even if Angels, you know, bring him up opening day, which I don't think is going to happen. But even if they do, he's not quite as you know advanced as as Robert is. He's a little bit behind, so I, I think he'll be a little bit of a slow starter. But um, yeah, in terms of his pure upside, yeah, Robert's definitely the uh, number one for twenty twenty. Cool. Who would you draft, him or Ramon Laureano? Oh, that's that's a good one. That's, I love Laureano. Um, so do I. <sighs> <laughs> I really do. Marking him down. <laughs> I th- I think I'll I'll go slight edge to Laureano. Um, you, you look at when he was, you know, after he had a, he had a slow start to the season, but like May through when he got injured, which is like early August, I think it was. For like that, like three and a half month stretch, he was like a top twenty five player. You know, he was on like a three hundred thirty five twenty five pace or something crazy like mm. that. So um, I don't think I don't think there's that much power in his bat. I think he'll go down a little bit in power, but I think there's more speed in his legs too. So I think he could beat every bit the power speed guy that Robert is, yeah. but with a hot with a little bit of a higher average, probably like two seventy two eighty or so. Yeah, so yeah, he really big on both those guys though. I like watching Loriano play. I, I, thought, I thought he had. Yeah, I agree with you about the speed and the power too. Yeah. How about um, Al, Alberto Mondesi? How are you feeling about him this year? <laughs> he's done with he's him. Pretty controversial, isn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah. He, people are loving or hate him at this value. Yeah, he's one of the most polarizing. He's kind of. I think he's kind of taken over the, the most polarizing player, you know, mantle from uh, Bryce Harper. Because yeah, everyone either loves him or hates him. There's like no middle ground. I. I'm more up towards the hate side just because I, I, I wrote an article about this back in December, maybe it was, about how, you know, obviously the speed is legit. It's elite. You know, that I'm not questioning at all. But, you know, the power I question coming off, you know, he had, a, he had the same shoulder type of surgery or close, something similar to it that uh, Michael Conforto had um, a year before and last year Conforto didn't really get his power back until like June July and he's more of a power guy than Montessi is so you know people that are kind of projecting him Montessi for like 20 bombs I just don't see it I think he's more like the 10 to 12 range mm-hmm. and then just like I, I kind of dug into the um, the batted ball profile the approach you know he had the was it the 28th worst when um, you take a strikeout rate minus the walk rate from it which was I think that number was twenty five point five percent. It's the that number right there is the twenty eighth or 29th worst mark in MLB history for players with at least nine hundred plate appearances, whatever he has. And like eighteen of the twenty seven guys that are worse than him were all pitchers. So um, yeah, it's like a 
the, the plate approach is terrible. He doesn't walk. He strikes out too much. Um, yeah, it's, it's just not good. So I, I can see him only hitting 240. You know, if you want the speed, yeah, he's great. But another thing I focused on in that article was, you know, what if he goes down? You know, he's been, you know, he's had a bunch of injuries. So if you're putting all your, like a third, fourth round pick um, on a guy that, like, all right, this guy's, the, you know, get me up there in speed, and then he goes down, you're screwed. So yeah, I, I've always taken more of like a, you know, get a bunch of guys that steal 15 to 20. So that way one of them goes down, you know, you're, you're not really as in, in deep of water. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not, I, I got Monacy in one draft at like 92 or something like that. So like that mm-hmm. is, I think very reasonable. Um, I would definitely take him there, but when I've seen him go like in the top 30, that's just way too high for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We did. Um, Gilly and I did a, a mock draft today. He went like what? 200th. Yeah, I mean, legit. Two hundred. Yeah. Uh, really, that late? Or maybe wow, that's ridiculous. One of the drafts we did. It was pretty. He was late. He was like super late. Yeah. I mean, his value takes a hit in points leagues, though. That's that's a given, right? In terms of like, all right, you can get that production easily in other shortstops, especially, right. it's, it's, especially if there's no middle infielder spot. Yeah, if there's if there's negative on strikeouts too, that's always a big one for him. Yeah. True. Interesting. Oh, that's a good. He's polarizing, isn't that funny? I feel like everyone was so excited about him a couple of years ago, but now it's like he's still only twenty four too, still so young. But I know it's, it feels like he's been around forever because he came up when he was nineteen or twenty. Is he just going to be Byron Buxton at shortstop? <gasps> oh, what? maybe that's 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 a fair that's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might be. And you know what? He's probably going to stay in the mix for a while, like Buxton, because they're so good defensively. So it's like they're going to get playing time, right? Both teams like them. Yeah, but Buxton's so fun to watch, but like he's that all like all all or nothing you know pace of play that he plays at. It's like it's too conducive to injuries. So, so I don't see him unless he changes the way he plays, which would you know, kind of take away a little bit of his defense. You know, I, I don't know if I ever see him being you know a you know stud like everyone thought he was going to be. I still believe. <laughs> I, I still do a little bit. I'm not like fully out on Buxton, but like for where he's being drafted, I, I'm not. I'll let, I'll let him somebody else take him in like you know tenth round or something. Is he hurt right now? Uh he Probably. was. He, he had a little bit of a setback. Um, I think he. I think I saw he, he took batting practice the other day. So um, I think he should be ready for opening day. But you know that's a month a month from now. So you know gives him plenty of time to get hurt again. <laughs> you got anything, Josh? So I'm. I've been staring at Gilberto Jimenez for the past almost year and a half. I think I even brought it up on the first episode that you were on, Eric. Yeah. So, so my question is, if we don't sign Mookie or don't sign anybody else next year and fill that uh, outfield spot, and we get rid of JBJ, are Gilberto Jimenez and Jaron Duran gonna be expedited? Uh, I want maybe Durang's. He's he's a lot closer, but you know, Jimenez is still. I think he only got to um, the New York got 10 league. league. Yeah, so like that. yeah, uh, I, I think he's still you know quite a ways away. He's probably twenty twenty two, twenty twenty three. But yeah, I, I do think you know unless we bring somebody in, and I, I can't you know I can't say for sure if we're gonna you know I'm still kind of feeling out how uh, Chain Bloom is gonna be so right. far, but it's on you know he's. <laughs> big contrast to Dave Dombrowski, but 
Um, so who, who knows if they're how they're going to look to fill that. But um, they, they might go cheap because, you know, we're still going to have a pretty damn good infield um, for a long time between what we, what we already have at the Major League level. Um, and then you know, some of the Tristan Casas and Bobby Dahlbeck and all them and, and Jeter Downs now. Um, but, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, guess, I can see Duran, you know, coming up playing center field if we if we let JBJ go. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't think they'd probably let two, both those guys come up and fill two spots. And I think maybe there's one spot and they'll probably sign a corner guy and let one of these guys play center. But you know, I can see Duran, you know, give him another year, AAA this year, bring him up 2021 or so. You know, he'll probably bat near the bottom of the order. But, you know, he's got the speed. He's, he's a pretty solid defender for what I've seen. So, uh, probably his power. Uh, no, there's, there's very little little power. I, I don't think he's more than me. I know he had a, he had a home run either today or yesterday. So, um, but I, I think he's more of like a five to ten home run guy at, at most. Okay. I think. Yeah, I, I, I think when his little stint in the uh, the Carolina League kind of made people think that oh, this guy has like fifteen twenty home run power. He doesn't. Um, mm. it's, it's the speed. He'll hit for a decent average. You know, not you know, not great, not bad. Solid enough, better than JBJ. Um, you know, play decent enough defense, and you know, probably just fill a bottom third of the order uh, role. I see, I see his arms are all tatted up. He's all like jacked out. Oh so I was God. like, <laughs> "That's a big thing for me." <laughs> if they're all if they're all tatted up and like buffed out, I'm like, "Oh yeah, that guy's gonna be dope." All right, I got a, <laughs> I got a good one. Three uh, three rookies from last year: Vlad Jr., Jordan Alvarez. Elo Jimenez, where do you rank them for 2020 and beyond? Wait, wait, before you go, Eric, I do yeah. have a question. Jordan Alvarez, I've heard multiple pronunciations. What's your, are, are you, I've heard people say Jordan Alvarez, like like a soft J. Oh, really? No. Yeah. I, I've, I've always said Jordan. Okay, okay. I'm just, I was just curious. I was going to ask you that anyway. I, I, I thought I was right. Now you got to be second guessing myself. No, I'm sorry. I don't <laughs> imagine hearing that. Like, I thought on a couple of podcasts I've heard people refer to that, and I was like, whoa. It'd be, it'd be nice. When I, when I was uh, out at the uh, Arizona Fall League, all the uh, programs they give out all have uh, pronunciation guides at the bottom, which was awesome. So I wish they had that for, for you know, all games, all these you know, international players. That'd be helpful. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Back to all his questions. So it was um, was it uh, Jordan, Vlad, and uh, who's the third? Eloy. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so twenty twenty, Jordan first. Uh, who second? Yeah, the other two are pretty close. I guess I'll lean Vlad two, Eloy three. But that's pretty, pretty close. Slight gap down from Jordan. I think he's going to be a beast this year. I have him as a top 25 guy so, overall. Okay. So this is my dilemma. Do you think he's going to get any eligibility in other positions? Because he's, he's only DH eligible. Um, and in a, in a league where you have a util, you don't have a DH slot, does that decrement his value? Or how do you – do you just – he's just so good that it doesn't matter. Yeah, he's just so good. Yeah, and I, I think, I think he got what, nine games started last year in the outfield. I don't think you see much more than that, especially since and then they have Kyle Tucker up in the mix too. So, you know, if one of these guys, Kyle you know, if, uh, but Kyle Tucker, are you a believer? Because I am not. I'm, I'm still a believer. I've never been huge on Tucker, but I do love the power speed. I think the average is probably ends up a little lower, but uh, I'm, I'm still in on him for the most part. Um, and then with him in the, in the picture now, is Tucker you know, a rookie? Uh, no, 
Yep. He just went over the. I think he is the uh, the threshold's 130 at bats. He was at 129 <laughs> on the uh, last oh. <laughs> game of the year and got two at bats to go up to 131. Oh, so he, wow. yeah, he, he it was it was kind of funny. We have a, I have a yeah prospect uh, just uh, direct message group with a bunch of other prospect writers, and we we're all like, "Thank God we don't have to rank Kyle Tucker again this off season." <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was kind of like happy about that. It was kind of funny. Um, so it. What about beyond? Do you still like going forward? You still like Jordan at one? I, I do. I think um, I said there's a, a decent gap this year, but I think going forward that gap is a little bit lower. I, I do have Jordan one, um, Vlad right behind, and then uh, Eloy third. But I, I think long term, I think I had them all. I don't have my dynasty rankings in front of me, but um, I think I had them all top thirty. And then both Vlad and uh, Yoran in my top twenty. So, um, about Pete Alonso, where's he fit in there? Ooh, good oh, good God, oh, that's. Tough. I was gonna say that. That's, that's my, my boy. boy. Yeah, I was gonna say. Steve, it was damn it! Sorry, Josh. That you blew our minds with your prediction. That's, that's, that's right. He blew it. Yeah, out I can't water. believe how bad of a prediction you gave us. Thirty-eight well, home runs. What are you oh, thinking? Thirty-eight. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 meant, I meant by the end of August, guys. Come yeah. On. Yeah. Um, that's fair. <laughs> uh, Alonso, I'd probably slot. Between Vlad and Eloy, so really long, doesn't help me at all. Long, long term, <laughs> Jordan, Vlad, um, Alonzo, Eloy. Wow! Oh my God! You just made my decision so much harder. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta have so, him rank our keepers. Well, can I go first then? Because that kind of mends right into my. Yeah, let's hear it, Josh. All right. So, my potential keepers in, in a. <sighs> fucked up kind of way. I'm going to be totally honest. Um, so I have Mookie and Trout. So it's yeah. a three-keeper league. Um, so that's Locke. Um, but then I have Pete Alonso. Uh, I love Bobachette. So I have Bobachette. I do too. Um, I I mean, I have Clayton Kershaw. He's keepable, but he's you know the, at least the one pitcher. And J.D. Martinez. So And Bryant. Chris Bryant and Kettle Marte. I mean, somebody would keep Kettle Marte in the world. Oh, hey, that, buy, sell, Kettle Marte. <laughs> uh, sell. Thank you. Not, not, yeah, not fully. I, I think yeah. a lot of what he did was legit, but I don't, I don't believe in thirty plus home run okay, power. So. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm no, saying slight, I, 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 I still think he's a legit like top fifty, top sixty-ish dude. It's not like top twenty like he was last year. Okay, that's mm. fair. So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of it. it it's Brian, Bichette, Martinez, Alonzo, and Kershaw. And that's all for one spot. So, I, I actually, that, that one that answer's pretty easy for me. Because um, I'm looking at, I just pulled up my spreadsheet here. I have one one of those guys is eight spots ahead of everyone else. Or eight spots ahead of the second highest guy. And so, I'm going to go with Bo Bichette there. Because well, I have, thank you, I thank have, you. I have Bobachet in my top twenty overall for Dynasty. Wow! I, I think he's. I I was trying to write an article, but I, I never ended up doing it. That was to say, Bobachet is the next Mookie Betts for fantasy. Um, I, think, I don't think he he is he doesn't have Mookie Betts speed, but he's going to be a guy that hits like over three hundred. He's a he's a, he's one of those guys. He's going to have like. Sneaky good popper. You don't think he's a hit thirty, but he'll hit thirty at some point. Um, just be like a you know, five category beast. So, um, yeah, I'd go Boba. Are you there. taking Bo so, over Vlad? 
Ah, it's close. Not yet. But okay. they're only four spots apart in my dynasty ranking, so okay. it's it's pretty damn close. I, I I'm very high on Bo. It's funny you mentioned that I actually in the, my home keeper league I traded about a month ago, traded Mookie Betts away for Bo Bichette and a draft pick that turned into which I knew it would turn into this guy, uh, Luis Robert. So um, kind of re- retooling there. So, but yeah, I, I'm very very high on Bo Bichette. I saw I saw a ton of him in New Hampshire. Yeah, uh, the, the kid's legit. I mean, you guys called me an idiot, so I don't want to hear it. What? Steve definitely did. Steve definitely did. I mean, Bobachet's probably. You a said that's of... absolute blasphemy <laughs> that you you consider Bobachet a keeper so over Pete know. Alonso. I take Pete all day in our league. It's power centric. Uh, it, well, and that's the thing too, Eric. Saying. In terms of like the our our specific league, it's very power centric, as Steve said, where it's like home runs are worth so much more than most other leagues. Um, okay. Ding yeah. on strikeouts and shit, but it's it's I don't know. It's usually. Do you know the points off the top of your head, Steve? In terms of like what it looks I think like. A, it, I think a solo home run is fifteen or sixteen points, and then an RBI is two on top of that. So, right or is no, it? No, no, no. I think it's fourteen. It I think it's fourteen for a homer. Two. It's fifteen total. Hang on, I have right, right. Have Everything food. is fifteen, and then like a two-run home run is seventeen, and then nineteen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> like I, have, yeah. I have the league up. Hang on. Um, but, home home run scoring. Home runs five. Um, but a home run, extra base hit, total oh, yeah. base, RBI, yeah, run scored. Right. Yeah. Is fifteen altogether. Guys that hit for high average and not enough power don't really like. Yeah, they have a role, but they don't. They don't really take off. Like Starling Marte, every year goes in like the twelfth round in our league because everybody hates him. <laughs> but he ends up being pretty good, though. Yeah, but he ends up being right. a twenty twenty guy, which he is won't. very respectable. So Pete Alonso is my my number two guy on that list. He's a, he's the one that's eight spots behind oh. Bo in my ranking. So you know if, if if your league does power more so, Pete's fine. So sit and rotate on it, Josh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I would take Pete all day. I'm sorry. It's just not an easy choice. It's not easy, but at the same time... JD, too. I mean, I think shortstop, JD will Shortstop is so deep drive. now, though. That's another yeah, thing you have is, to consider, I think. Bo might be a better hitter than Vlad. Like, pure, like... He was last he, year. I, I looked at... But even in terms of, like, skill set... Like, I don't think uh, Vlad should be better than him eventually. I don't know. Eric can speak better to this, but even, like, spray chart-wise, like, Bo just pours it all over the place. He's hitting some yeah. home runs last year. Like, he doesn't give a shit. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like Bo a lot, too. I like Bo. But, I, I like uh, him both. <laughs> <laughs> I think Pete the best. So, out of the three, you would you would take Bo, then Pete, then JD, if you, Eric? Yeah, but... Yeah, wait. In the, now, now you keep saying about the power in, the, in that league. I might, I might lean Pete over Bo just through that your league setup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's fair. Also, okay. first base is kind of kind of bleak nowadays. It is. Oh, yeah. first, first base is really yeah. It's it's really it's gone shit. down. Yeah, like, especially like, if Freddie is hurt to start the year. That's a big blow. It used to be like one of like the sexier positions too. Back like when Pujols was in his heyday, Miggy was in his heyday. Right. Oh, yeah. Miggy Pujol. was a auto. Justin Morneau. When, yeah, like I'm looking at pulling up my filter to just first base. Yeah, 
Miggy was literally a god in our league. Oh, he yeah, I, I can imagine. Chris Davis. Now it's like, okay, my rankings here, I got... Chris Davis. He was, though. I know. For, for just first base, it's like Bellinger, Freeman. He, Bellinger's not really a first baseman, but he still qualifies. Bellinger, Freeman, Pete. That's like the big three. Then it's like a big drop. Then you got like Matt Olson, Goldie, Abreu, Rizzo, Muncie, Hoskins. All solid dudes, but like you were still getting like elite dudes there, you know, like six, seven, eight years ago back mm-hmm. in... Like Pujols' heyday, so it's right. definitely gone down. And ironically, that's when shortstop was typically pretty weak, so they've kind of flip flopped. It has, too low. yeah. It's, yeah, it's too, too low, low that no one. JJ Hardy. Hardy. No, he was good there. <laughs> JJ Hardy. Oh my god, there's a name. <laughs> we were just talking about that earlier today. Where I was like, oh, too low, and then huge drop off, and I was defending JJ Hardy. Um, with random strangers in a mock draft um, <laughs> online today. Uh, so. who, who wants to go next with their keepers if they have any questions about them? Uh, I'd like to go last if that's okay. I'll go, I'll go next then. Sure. All right. <laughs> Eric, in our league, also uh, strikeouts are valued pretty high. As so a pitcher. Uh, yeah. Okay, pitchers. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, pitchers. Yeah, sorry. And we have quality starts, not wins. Gotcha. Right. Um, and, and no ERA walks are like a, a negative point or whatever too. So, um, right now I'm, I'm definitely keeping Acuna, Acuna of course. Uh, and also in the mix are Bieber, Flaherty, uh, Jose Ramirez. And I can't say Javier Baez is cause I'm not going to keep him, but I'd like to in my mind, but I, I can't. Yeah, no, I, I, he's definitely be below those three for me. Yeah, but yeah, so yeah, so it's between it's really between uh, Jose Ramirez, Bieber, and Flaherty. And so you need two of those three, right? Yeah, two of those three. That's, that's cool. I think my initial thought is Bieber and Ramirez. Yeah, I I do like Flaherty a lot. I'm just still a little weary about how he was so, you know, kind of mediocre first half, dominant second half. You know, I, I think probably settles in somewhere in the middle. He's still a very good pitcher, probably a top 15 pitcher. But is he elite? I don't know. I don't know if he's quite elite. Yeah, I think he's he's right there. But um, I, I saw a little bit of questions about him um, and what if he's going to be, you know, that type of pitcher going forward. So mm-hmm. um, I think Bieber – I think the upside with Flaherty might be even be higher than Bieber, mm-hmm. but like Bieber, and he's a guy that I never ranked super high when he was a prospect because I thought like, oh, this is like a more of a floor guy. He's got the command, but he's not like a super high upside guy. But you know, his arsenal, his command, his control. You know, I think he's a very, very safe bet to keep doing what he did last year. So I think he's a safer bet mm-hmm. than Flaherty. And then I, I still think JRM has a pretty good value there. I still think he's a hit for a good amount of power. So. Um, I was yeah, thinking I, about Flaherty recently about like because obviously he's not he hasn't proven you know he's he's only been up for what two years now yeah. uh, that he's elite but he did have an elite second half last year but I was thinking who else has that potential to to be an ace caliber pitcher like of the next like generation of guys that are up now and I couldn't think of m- many Can I, like, I don't know yeah sure Chris Paddock Chris Paddock's one yeah for sure. Pat, Pat, Paddock, if he keeps developing his curveball, I think he can. Yeah, he's a two pitch guy right now. What's the thing when he when he 
throws the curveball, it's not bad. Like, I've seen him throw some curves, and they're decent. I think, and from what I saw, I don't know if you guys, uh, his brother, um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Michael Paddock, he's a pretty funny guy to follow on Twitter. He's always posting some videos of Chris. And uh, it looks like he's been working on that curveball throughout the offseason and into the spring. So uh, interesting to see if that, if that becomes more of a more of a pitch for him. I think he only threw it like 8 or 9% of the time last year. Mm-hmm. Predominant, and that's, that changeup is so good. Yeah. So like, he's going to get by with that. But I think if you want to take that next step from, from very good to elite, yeah, I think that curveball will have to come along. But he can do it. <laughs> I feel like Paddock is one of those guys, though, that so many people back because it's like he kind of had had some sexiness to him last year. Where it's like, ooh, he's exciting, he's cool, he's got a little personality too, little yeah. style boy thing going on. So I feel like I don't know. I, I have a feeling I'm not going to get him in many drafts because I don't like him where he's going per se. Um, in terms That's of because what he's like before, like guys like Glass now, Mad Bum, maybe even Cindergard in some cases, right? Yeah, I think he's been for starting pitchers. He's probably taken around like thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth or so. Oh, he's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. he's he's kind of like back end ace, like high end two territory. Gotcha. Like a guy like him versus like Charlie Morton. Who do you got there? That's for this year. This ah, uh, because like going forward, you're gonna take Paddock in a dynasty, right? Right. Yeah, so. in a dynasty. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. But 2020, yeah. Yeah. Or like a low yeah. Twenty twenty, it's pretty cloud. Probably still lean. Paddock, but that's really close. You know, Morton, and he's he's one of the most underrated pitchers in baseball. It's because like people write him off because he's like what thirty seven now yeah, or thirty eight. But it's like yeah. he's still plugging along. He's having some really good seasons. So and improving, he's very, he yeah, he's getting better somehow. He's very under, yeah, he's very underrated. All right, Gilly, you got any questions regarding your fantasy roster? Or are you gonna? I do plead the fifth. Um, Perfect. Eric, I have um, I have some. A little, little bit of options here, some some flexibility. I've got Nolan Arenado. Um, also added late in the year, Manny Machado, um, Christian Yelich, um, Bryce Harper, Correa. Not that I'm good. I don't plan on keeping him, but just a name. Um, Clevenger, DeGrom, and I'll say Luis Castillo as well, just for, for kicks. Or I, Pete Alonso. I think there's a clear-cut th- <laughs> clear three there, but uh, I'll, I'll – I'll hang up and listen, as they say in Boston Radio. <laughs> Love the That's show, Greg. I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> it's like every New England station in general. Yeah, yeah. All the time up here in Portland. Ah. So, I'm Theo. Yeah. Don't we, don't we all? Um, so, Yelich, Arenado, DeGrom, Harper. That's tough. Um He's used to pitching is valued as quality start. And we only get five starting pitchers. Like, there's a cap right. on it. Because right. DeGrom and Harper are literally back-to-back in my rankings, so. <laughs> um. I wish I knew that before, or else I would have really known I was going to put you through a moment here. <laughs> so, Arenado and Yelich are locks there for me. Um, yeah. I mean, DeGrom is the one higher. For me in my rankings, and I think in your format, I think he has a little more value. So, as much as I hate to say no to Harper, because I've always been a big Harper guy, Same. I think I'd give Degrom the nod there for three. Okay. Okay. Cool. Most tough. Oh, I appreciate that. All right, there's a big trade coming in your inbox, then, Gilly. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> I can't believe it when I see it. Mm. Trade me both. 
Okay. I'll take Harbor. Cool. Thank you, Eric. No problem. Okay. Yeah. Uh, save the best for last, of course. <laughs> We're actually about to. It's about to get wild right now. Uh oh. Um, <laughs> uh oh. Hear me out. Juan Soto. Never heard of him. Best player in baseball. Far <laughs> none. Um, Agreed. Then at number two, I've got Aaron Judge. I feel pretty good about those two. And here's yeah. where it gets interesting. I have Vlad Jr., obviously, and Otani. Oh, not Otani. Hey, Otani, DH first, starting pitcher, so you get a free starting pitcher with him. He's good for at least 20 bombs probably this year, Um, if not close to it. That's fair. Uh, And he, you know, they're taking it easy with him pitching, which is understandable, but it sounds like he's going to be back, you know, end of May sometime, so it's very, very tempting for me. So, Otani's like the ultimate wild card, so he, is he, sorry, is he one player or two player for you? One player. One player. Yeah. And you have weekly or daily lineup changes? Daily. Daily. (laughs) Thank God. Oh, (laughs) jeez. That's where he has the most value. Yeah. Um, one player daily, so you can move him around wherever. Shoot. Now, let me throw one more little wrinkle into the mix here. Let's All just right. hypothetically, in a dream world, say um, I have a trade in my inbox right now, and it's Jordan for Vlad. You're going to have a better one in about two seconds. Do I take that? I would, Yes. Right, and so oh. so then I'd be sitting with uh, Judge, uh, Jordan, and Soto. Yeah, and then I, yeah, I'd I'd hold those three over Otani in that case. That's pretty good, right? Yep, that's very good. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, in that, in that format, it's, it's hard not to keep Otani in that format. But I, I, when you when you got those other three options, it's kind of hard to take him over those three. Is he locking it in? I'm watching the. I'm watching him. I, th- I think Josh is tinkering with something right there. What's happening? Wow. Our deal's about to happen right before Eric crosses eyes. <laughs> Eric, you did that. Um, thank you for your for your advice. I will. I will. Can't wait, to, the advice. can't wait to put it into action. Oh my god! I'm fucking watching Does, intently. Eric, I have a question for you. Yeah. How do you feel about drafting Yankees and supporting them in the season? Because <laughs> Oliver here was very uh, poor. Steve is a is a yeah. labor Torres as a person and baseball player um, fan. If I can go on a limb and say that, sure. And, uh, and young Oliver would chirp him to no end, calling him a Yankee fan. Meanwhile, he trades for Aaron Judge this offseason. <laughs> um, I think uh, I have owned up to my um, my mistakes from from the past. Uh, I, I, I've since apologized to young Steven for uh, wrongly accusing him of fandom. So uh, I take that as you I may. I accept your but, apology. Uh, <laughs> here we are now. Uh, I own a Yankees baseball player. Never, you know, didn't think it would happen, but here we are. Uh, in, in I, and my, you own your in, in my uh, dynasty ten keeper league last year that I joined. I the first thing I did was trade away Giancarlo Stanton, and uh, I got a lot of flack for it. 
but I got back Lindor, so I don't know like why I was getting shit on in my league over there. But I was, and I'm very, very content with what I have. Oh, uh, as you sh- as you should be. That's a no brainer. Yeah. So who's whose keepers do you like the most then? Assuming that Oliver makes that trade, I guess. Oh, the trade Sorry. has been made. Okay. It, it got made. I'm so trade. mad. All right. So hold on. Let me let me get my spreadsheet up here. All right. Go 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 through your keepers. So I got one of them is Soto, Vlet. Oh no, Jordan and Judge. Right. Yep. Locked it in. That's Oliver. All right. Next. Uh, uh, go reverse order because I don't know yet. <laughs> no, just, they don't know. Okay. Um, I've got uh, Yellick, uh, Arenado, and Degrom. Arenado, Degrom. Slash. All right. Uh, hypothetically, now, that, that that was yeah, Michael, just, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Hypothetically, we're going Mookie, Trout, and Alonso. Mookie, Trout, yeah, Alonso. Just for this exercise, you change your mind. No big deal. You got 15 days to make up your mind. This is so bad. You've got 15 days, 20 hours, and 45 minutes to lock it in. So plenty of time. No pressure. If you don't keep the people you're telling Eric right now, you need to send him an apology video for lying. That's a good (laughs) idea. (laughs) No, I like that a lot. On draft night, this is going to happen. No, because you know I'm not going to keep probably Alonzo. I don't know that. But I'm, but I'm about it because what if Gilly has a change of heart and he's like, oh, I can't let Harper go, and at uh, and at seven at and at six fifty six before the the draft room opens, he switches it back to Harper. Then well, you're to gonna know him. why I don't want Alonzo when by the podcast time okay. is over. Okay. All right. Okay. Steve, we got over there. He was stressed out over there. <laughs> yeah, I think I say Steve's now. Yes, uh, I got Acuna, Bieber, and I suppose Jose. Cursed. Oh, yeah. Uh, jo- oh. <laughs> hey, Eric, Josh cursed Jose Ramirez last year, and it actually worked. Oh, really? <laughs> and he hasn't lifted the curse yet, so. Yeah, I got, like, the base god touch, man. It's pretty wild. It only works on one guy. No, I'm abusing my power this year. Might get greedy. Yep. I'm abusing it. Fear for Yordan. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, so it's yeah, even worse. Got all four, right? Yeah. This this is it's close. I, I got two in here in mind here. Let me see. You did this last year and I loved it. <laughs> I think Jesus this is close. Um I think Oliver. But Wow Wow the tides have turned. Who's number two? Ah, <laughs> oh, God. Um, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> That's just Mike Trout, though. I accept that. I don't that. know. Oh, Trout, right. okay. Trout oh, Mookie's okay. hard enough to be with. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> just finish the rank, Eric. Yeah. Hurt one of our feelings. Hurt, hurt my feelings, I know. <laughs> uh, Michael 3, Steve 4. Yeah. Oh. 
What a world we live hey, in. Hey, do you, do we want to hurt Steve even more? Go ahead. No. <laughs> Who's my curse on this year? Javier Baez. Shane Bieber. Oh, shit. <laughs> you can't just... Wow, salt on the wound. You can't just, yeah, no, you just can't curse it willy no, like that. No, no, but here's why. Here's why I said it. Because it affected me a little bit. And I'm abusing my power because I think it's going to be on Pete Alonzo as well. How many curses uh, are there, guy? What are you, two, a fucking voodoo master? Two. I, I earned one, another one this year. And I just have a bad feeling about Pete Alonzo, and I have no idea what it is, man. I just... Hmm. Well, I can't wait to draft something's him. Something's not right. Interesting. What the fuck's know. not right about Pete Alonzo? I don't know, man. <laughs> you know when I get like that, it's like, it's some <laughs> weird shit, so... I mean, Eric, first, can't I explain like it. Pete Alonzo. But do you... Are you kind of wary after he goes off as much as he did in his rookie year? Like, is it understood that, like, he's not going to hit 50 home runs again, is he? I mean, probably not, but he has that power, too. Like, you know, I, <laughs> I saw him a couple times in double A. You know, this dude is just, he's legit power hitter, elite raw power. Um, and I think, you know, look, look at his, his profile. Nothing really stood out as being like, oh, screaming regression. So, yeah, maybe take a few home runs off, put him down at like, I don't know, 43, 44, 45, but still with a 260 average. That he's, still he's, plays. Yep, that still <laughs> plays, definitely, especially in your league with power. So, uh, Before we let you go, I have a personal question about my Yahoo. My it, It's on Yahoo, sorry. I, I tried to get on the fan tracks this year, but they're stubborn assholes. Um <laughs> Dude, they they input all the keepers manually. It's a pain in the ass. I don't know why they didn't switch, but whatever. Um, it's a ten keeper league, and they they do the keeper system on like either average draft position or where you drafted them last year, or like player rank, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. So like, um, essentially, I've got a I've got a few really good value picks. I've got Devers for a twenty eighth rounder. I've got Sonny Gray, Jeff McNeil, also for twenty eighth rounders. I feel like those are locks. Uh, Lindor and Bregman are both locks. But after that, I don't know what to do. I have Kavon Biggio for a 28th rounder, which is kind of tempting. I have Crush Davis for a 17th rounder, kind of tempting. Um, I want to keep Benintendi for a 10th. I feel like last year was kind of a fluke, and he'll get back to normal. and be. Produ- it's a categories league, so uh, it, I feel like that's kind of where he shines is because he's a little bit everything. Um, the ones I am struggling with the most is Noah Syndergaard for an 8th rounder and Austin Meadows for a 12th rounder when I could have Whit Merrifield for a 5th, Michael Chavis for a 22nd, or Christian Vasquez for a 28th. Alright, so you already can keep one of those guys? Uh, I can keep, uh, uh, two of those five names I just said at the end, so, but Pick two of Cindergard uh, uh, for an eighth, Meadows for a twelfth, Chavis yeah. for a twenty-second. Um, what else did I say? Oh, Christian Vasquez for a twenty-eighth, or Whit Merrifield for a fifth. Vasquez twenty-eighth, Merrifield fifth. I'd probably go. Yeah, I like that Chavis at twenty-second, but. I don't know if I like it as much as Syndergaard and Meadows are pretty good values there too, even though they're yeah, I know. that's what I have right now. Yeah, I think yeah, even though they're the the, the highest two value or uh, 
values there. I think, you know, yeah, I, I don't think Chavis's upside can at twenty two can match what Meadows and, and Noah can bring to the table. So yeah, yeah I'd I probably hear that. What I what, or Meadows, yeah. And what I'm really struggling with. So like I I am c- pretty comfortable with that nine, and then for ten I have Kavon Biggio for a twenty eighth, or Chris Davis for a seventeenth, or Whit Merrifield for a fifth. I'm leaning Biggio there to be honest with you. Right, I think. that value's insane. He's going to be a twenty eighth yeah. next year too. Yeah, I think he's he's very under. Is it average or OBP league? Uh, uh, OPS. I don't think it's OBP. I can double check that because so, I know he's like he's he's dope in OBP leagues. Oh yeah, that, that walk rate's ridiculous. Yeah, I still, I think they can be if you go if they were equal round, I'd probably lean Davis a little bit, but I think with the eleven round difference, I gotta go Biggio there. And you don't you're not even considering Merrifield for a fifth there. Not really. I think I think he's on the decline. So that's well, that might be a decent value now. I think this. I think he's. I think his best days are behind him, especially if he's not running as much anymore. So yeah, it's average and OPS or the. Okay. So. Yeah, I, I think I go Biggio there. All right. Fuck. I've got like two weeks to decide. All right. Anybody else hey, got what's any your uh, format? questions? Oh yeah, good one. Ooh. What's your favorite like format in terms of categories, points, etc.? How many teams? Like, what's your yeah, what's your choice if you had to pick? Yeah, I think um, twelve team, twelve or fifteen is usually the sweet spot. You know, if I was to go either way from there, I'd go up. Um, I like deeper leagues as opposed to shallow leagues because everyone has stacked rosters. Like, you know, what's the, what's really the fun? You know, it's it's kind of fun when you, you dig deep, find the sleepers. Um, so. Yeah, 12, 15 or, or higher, I think, is my sweet spot. Um, and then, you know, as I've gotten older and more, you know, into this industry, I think I'm, I lean towards OBP leagues over average. Um, I, I think that's a, a better you know, better way to judge talent. Um, pit, pitching definitely over, uh, quality start over wins. Um, I, think, I think that's definitely trending that way in the industry as well. So, and then usually, so standard five by five. Take out average, put in OBP, and then take out wins, put in quality starts. That's pretty solid. Interesting. And then, so, so, you know, you want to spice it up. Maybe instead of just doing saves, do like saves plus holds. So you got something like those nasty, you know, setup men have some values too. So Yeah, we do that. We love that, to be honest. Yep. And that's, if you want to throw that in. Yeah. Oh, one that I've, I didn't really know about until recently that was like an option is – like quality start or win. I kind of I kind of like the idea of that where it's like sometimes like you might not get a quality start but you're the better pitcher so you almost deserve the win. And obviously the win is a flawed stat in a lot of ways, but I don't know. I I didn't even know that that was like a possibility in terms of fantasy baseball categories. Yeah, and I I play in a league that has both of them, so it's it's Oh wow. Yeah. And I actually I I lost uh, a league, a quality start league in the championship because Brian Snicker, the Braves um, skipper, took out Mike Soraka after five and two-thirds innings <laughs> of three earned runs. And if I had gotten that quality start, it would have tied, and I had the tiebreaker. So I, I lost the championship due to one freaking out. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I think the craziest... I, 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 uh, go ahead, go ahead. 
No, I said I was I was in my car and I was and I was I was I, every time I get to a red light, I was looking at my phone, like refreshing. I'm like, all right. And he's only at like eighty something pitches too. It wasn't like he was at like 112, 130, you know. He was at like eighty five pitches. And he, no. and, he and, and those three runs were allowed in the first. So mm-hmm. like he was he settled on he was cruising and no it took him after five and two thirds and I lose by that. So that, that sucked. <laughs> The uh, the the craziest league format I've heard is uh, I've got a coworker I play uh, basketball with. He's he's been in a league since uh, they had to do rotisserie through newspapers. So oh, yeah. we're going on twenty five thirty years or so. Yeah. Um, when they were doing it, since they did it like that, they did AL only. So he's telling me it's twelve people. It's AL only still. And they have a salary cap, so everybody has a contract. And, man, the shit he talks to me about is incredible. He's talking about, like, single-A prospects on the Oakland Athletics. He's like, I don't know. Do you think I should keep this guy? What if he's good in, like, six years? I'm like, (laughs) I don't know, man. But what's interesting about those leagues is in a case where you have Mookie Betts, he's just gone. He's not, he's not rostered anymore. Right. That's crazy. Yeah, that, that that's the uh, the evil and the you know it's it's, well, it's it could be a good or a bad thing you know if people in NL only leagues now they got you know Mookie Betts to bid on or draft or whatever so yeah um, yeah that that that's the the beauty and the the evil of you know <laughs> mono leagues so. yeah it's yeah. wild yeah what about draft wise what's your ooh, kind of what's your 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 pick there in terms of auction. Um, like straight up keepers, redrafts, um, et cetera. If you had your druthers in it, yeah. You know, it's, it's funny. I love them all. I hate to, that's like the boring answer, but um, <laughs> yeah, I, I try to like. That's why I try to like market myself as as a as a, a you know fantasy writer. Like like you know I write. That's why during the season I have three articles a week. I do a redraft waiver wire. I do a dynasty one. I do a prospects one. So it's like I kind of try to you know market myself as you know everything really. So. Um, but if I had to pick one, you know, dynasty leagues, I think are, are, are my favorite just cause you know, the it's all year round. It's not like, all right, you know, season ends and boom, you're done for four months, you know, until you start draft prepping. So, um, I, I, I love dynasty. So it's like the year round, make trades in December, December, you know, so I'd have to go, yeah, dynasty over, over redraft. Cool. I can't wait for cool. Nate Pearson. Oh, he's going to be a beast. He, he, he's filthy. I, I got to see him twice last year um, up in New Hampshire, and uh, one was only in the beginning of the season. He was uh, they had him alternating two and five inning starts, um, just to keep his innings down. And uh, unfortunately, I could have sworn he was a this is going to be a five inning start, but it was only a two. So I wrote two hours for two innings of Pearson. But um, then I, I did get a five inning start later in the year. He was he was just just filthy. I, I was there with uh, my, my buddy Ralph Lifshitz of Prospects Live because he lives in. Uh, in Massachusetts, we, we meet up a few times a year, and um, it was he, he's just filthy, throwing hundred miles an hour. The slider is just nasty, curve and change as well. So, um, yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be a beast for a long time, and he probably he's probably up like by the All Star break too. He's pretty he's pretty close. So. That'd be huge. No for, uh, he's one of yeah. my prospects in my in my dynasty league. I've got yeah. I've got Pearson, Cassis, and Kirilov. So I'm pretty yeah I'm pretty satisfied with those three. Yeah, yeah, those are all in my top fifty. I think Casas I have him like in the forties somewhere. And he's only going to keep climbing. Uh, 
Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I think I put a tweet out like a month ago that I I could see him being like top twenty by next year. Um, and then uh, you know, Karloff is right around twenty for me. And then um, I'm Blake. Who's your third one? Oh, Pearson. Pearson yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I, Pearson's yeah, right around twenty as well. So yeah, pretty pretty solid three there. All right, I'm excited. Fantasy baseball right around the corner. Draft season oh, yeah. is right there. Uh, anybody, you know, been more than gracious with your time, Eric. So we thank you for that. Uh, do we have any final final questions for our fantasy expert here? I have one more question for Eric. Shoot, who is uh, we didn't we didn't get to this part of the podcast, but I, but uh, to make it brief for you, um, who is your favorite prospect of all time? Like. Like that you like were hyped for, and maybe he turned out good, maybe he didn't. But who who did you like believe in the most as a prospect? You don't is anybody or <laughs> people that I actually saw live? Anybody ever? Anybody? Anybody at all? Henry Owens. For me. <laughs> oh, gee. Oh, okay, God. Hank. Hank. Big Hank. Like Hank in these parts. I, I, I saw him in Portland, and I was not a fan. I, uh, um. God, so best. Oh God, that. I mean, so that's within the last like ten, fifteen years or so. I mean, off the top of my head, probably Acuna. I think because I, I got to see him a few times, and um, mm. for, I didn't. I didn't think he'd have this much power though. But Acuna's one. Um, I'm trying to think of another name a few a few more years back. You know, I, I was always huge on the on the Harper bandwagon back in the day too. Um, oh yeah, like I, I was when they were still prospects and when they debuted. I was more a Harper guy than a Trout guy. Um, obviously, that's gone the other way. But um, yeah, Harper Harper was one I was always super excited for. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, trying think, I'm trying to think of a good like Red Sox one too. Like who's I super hyped on the Red Sox? Mahaley. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's going back a ways. Was that when did Hanley debut? Two thousand five. Yeah, somewhere around there. Um, I mean, I, I remember seeing uh, Bogey come through. I was always really high on Bogarts. Mm-hmm. Do you remember any bus that you loved that turned out to just suck, like Henry Owens? Yes. Uh, well, for Red Sox or in general, both. In general, I was super high on Delmon Young. Um, oh yeah! Oh, that's so true. I still think he could play. <laughs> <laughs> Dude's kind of crazy. I think he's—is he playing? Like in, I think he's playing like independent. Him and Willie Mo. He is. Willie Mo. Oh. oh my god! My favorite. Actually, one of our friends was trying to uh, potentially. Uh, he works for a, an independent baseball team, um, independent league, in, uh, out in <laughs> the Midwest, and they were reportedly trying to, to sign Delmon Young. No way. Yeah, he's only 34. That's it? Yeah, he's got some. Honestly, yeah. And then Jermaine Dye making it happen. numbers. In the baseball <laughs> era. Bryce Brents. Yeah. <laughs> Free Bryce Brents movement. Oh, jeez. Oh, I guess Blake Swire falls into that for me, too, huh? Oh, uh, Blake. Yeah, he he was probably the biggest bust. He just never, he never turned out to do anything. Like... It's like, oh, he's a he's a catcher of the future. Oh, now believe. he's an outfielder. Yeah, where, where is he now? He just signed Texas. with uh, Texas, right? I he blame John Ari- Farrell. <laughs> he's out in Arizona for a bit. Yep. Um, 
LeVar White never panned out. I thought he'd be something. At least yeah. not Lars maybe. Anderson, too. Oh, yeah, Lars Anderson didn't do crap. He dropped hard, too. It was like Lars Anderson was a thing, and all of a sudden it was like, nope, he's not relevant at all. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Casey Kelly blew my mind, yeah, too. Yeah, right? I was just about to say yeah. Casey Kelly. I was never really high on him either. But yeah, the fact that he was like top 25, like a lot of lists overall, and then he just didn't do anything in his career. Actually, we were looking at that the other night because we were, we're kind of uh, talking about uh, potential prospects kind of in a, in a segment like this. Um, and we looked at Casey Kelly's numbers, and before he got traded in the offseason to the uh, the Padres there for um, Gonzalez and that huge trade, um, yeah. he had like a 5 ERA in, I want to say it was double A or high A ball. And it was just wild that like he was considered a top 10 prospect after a year like that. And obviously stuff has a lot to do with it, but right. damn. It was after he transitioned to being a full-time pitcher too, so it was like, oh. I don't know. That surprised me at least. It's like he didn't even put up much. Right. Yeah, we've we've had some Red Sox prospects have been like they either panned out really well or like there's been total bust. You know, it's it's kind of like there's been no middle road where it's like ah oh, this guy turned out to be a solid. I guess JBJ is kind of one of the middle of the road guys, but it's like we either get like Devers and John Lester and and Mookie and. All these guys are just like Casey Kelly, all them. It's like, <laughs> I guess you, you can say that about a lot of systems too, I guess. But yeah, it's, it seems like it's like two opposite ends of the spectrum with, with this sock system even more than the other systems. Do you think that's like a media and market thing? Because I've, I've theorized that for a bit where it's like, all right, these big markets, it's like, oh, they always have the top prospects just because it's like they're the ones being talked about the most. And I guess nowadays with people like yourself uh, kind of in the, the prospect world um reporting and uh, watching these guys all the time um and maybe it's a little different but do you, do you think there's any sentiment like in that of like yeah, being I, like boston guys in particular overrated yeah i, I think i think there is it's like the, the general you know consent to... i think there is um but, you know as i as i started more into this and learning about these systems um, more so you know, you, you kind of figure out like you know which systems are you know good with you know pitchers, which systems are good with hitters. You know, good with analytics, good news in general. So that's why you know you go with you know like Baltimore has not been good with, with their player dev, but you know like Cleveland's been phenomenal, and San Diego's obviously been pretty good. So um, I, I think it's starting to shift more towards that. But you know, just in general, you know, you you, you see you know Yankees prospects always get blown out of proportion. Dodgers prospects, Red Sox, Braves, kind of, and Padres now too. So, yeah, I do, I do think there's like, you know, you, you throw, you take a top prospect from, I like take take Tristan Casas, put him in like Kansas City or something. You know, like he's pro- he probably drops forty rank, you know, spots in the ranks. I that. So I still think there is that kind of stigma around some of these systems that gives prospects a little bit of a boost. Uh, so totally random question, final, final, final question. I promise. Um, who would you rather have in 2020 between Shane Stop Bieber it. and Fernando Tatis? Oh, Tatis. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> I, I'm 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 a huge so Tatis guy. I do, I do. Oh my god! Steve just traded Bieber for Tatis like two minutes ago. Thirty thirty seconds. Ago. <laughs> Not even. Uh, yeah, great uh, deal. Okay. All right. Well, I think that's all we got. Uh, Eric, again, thank you so much for your time. Um, we'll be in touch throughout the year. Maybe we'll yeah. do a, a halfway thing again like we did last year. That'd be cool. 
Um, awesome. Yeah. So, see if I get my Alonzo home run prediction right this year. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to say, any final takes here for us to uh, to leave us with in terms of like the snipe that you had last year with Pete Alonzo? No pressure. Uh, but try to be right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll get. So let's, let's stick with the home run theme here. Let's go. So I guess Jordan's a good one. We were talking about Jordan. Let's go. Forty-six for Jordan. Holy! I can get behind that. Holy moly! Forty-six. I'd be, you know, perfectly content if something like that were to happen this year. Yeah, I think he hit like fifty-three combined between major leagues and minors last year, or something like that. So, I think that could definitely happen. All right. I got. I've got my big take really quick. Okay. I'm gonna say Bo Bichette, thirty plus. This year, huh? Mm. He's talking himself into it. It wouldn't, it, it wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't shock me. Hey, the last time you said it wouldn't shock me, I kept Pete Alonzo, and he hit like 50 homers. So. Oh, Bichette's hitting 50. You heard it here first. Oh, my God. That would be wild. Oh, all right. I'm good. All right. We're all good. Again, one last time, thank you, and uh, we'll be in touch. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Always right, fun. Thank, thank you so much, Eric. See thank you, Eric. Eric. We'll be following along on fan tracks. That's great. All right, see you guys. Thanks, Eric. Bye. Immediate reaction. How do we feel about everything? We're still recording, just just as a wrap-up. That was fun. That was good. I can't believe two trades got done during (laughs) that whole process. (laughs) I I cursed Shane Bieber and he automatically got dealt. I can't believe (sighs) it. I had to shut off my camera for a second because I was just peeking out. Hey, check uh, it out. Another trade just happened. Oh, you no, trade him right back. Yeah, trade him back. We were trying to get your reaction. Oh, that's so. <laughs> but even oh. after he says he would take Tatis in a heartbeat, you, you're not doing it? Nah. I, no, I'd rather have Bieber. That's wild. Yeah, that's wild. I'd rather have Tatis. I was happy. I'm happy now. All right, I'm I'm chilling. Yeah, man, what the hell? Good job, James. Fucked yourself. No, no, no. I'm no. I'm happy with no. I'd rather have Bieber. Seriously, that might be the worst trade of the year. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck y'all. Texas is like one of those. He's he's like sexy on like seeing highlights and shit, but at the same time, he strikes out what like thirty five percent of the time. Right. Like I don't know. It's it's a thousand shortstops. I don't know if I trust him as much as he's. I don't know. Yeah. Not early. Interesting. Yeah, be a all day, motherfuckers. I don't I know. Know. If I'm choosing between those two, I'm taking Tatis. I'm sorry. I think that James Rooney should get on the podcast for like 40 seconds right now. We'll see. We'll see. Can you call him real quick? Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Uh, and we should just. Oh, I'll just put it on the. Uh, can I call him and put it on the? Uh... Yeah. Let's know. go. I don't know. Right. I have no clue if he can. I'll try it. Fucking great content right here, but I'll do this, I'll do this hey, your phone. listen, James's first appearance just because he his content was in the podcast. Man. True. Like, come on, man. Hey, I, I I'm not I'm not I'm not against it. I'm calling him. Come, right come on. So I'm I'm in on Boba Shet, by the way. I think. Would you, you say you're in on Boba Shet? Oh, yeah, I, I think so. You guys hear this? I, I love Boba Shet, to be honest with you. I'm, I I do jealous. too, but uh, shortstop is so fucking deep, dude. Oh, I might like. Yo, James, you're, you're live on big takes right now. Oh shit! What up? What up? How do you feel about our trades? Oh, solid, solid. Are you happy with your end of it? 
So you'd rather have Tatis, right? Yeah. Am I crazy for being happy with Bieber? I I honestly think Bieber's a top five arm this year. Thank you. Did you tell him he's cursed? Josh says he's cursed, but Josh used all his curses up. So no, I said Shane Bieber first, actually. So he if did. Anything, he's the, he's the cursed one. He could revoke his Jose Ramirez curse, and pl- and then Bieber will really be fucked. Yeah, if he revoked his Jose Ramirez curse, I'd be like, all right, well, then I believe you. But I don't, I don't hold any merit to it. So anyway, I'm happy uh, you made that. But yeah, you made a real trade, James. Can you can you hear us? Yeah, yeah, he says he did. Yeah. Yeah. How about that, huh? How do you I'm feel? Doing pretty good. I think. Yeah. I think it's a good trade on both ends. I agree. You got. You guys both had like a logjam, especially you, uh, James, with the you know, utility spot with two shortstops. You got Vlad. Fucking yeah. Ollie got his man. <laughs> Solid deal. Yeah. I'm feel happy. good. Feel good. All so right. James, that was great oh, debut. He can hear you. Yeah, James can hear me. Uh, kind of, yeah. Yo, so do you want Pete Alonzo? <laughs> I mean, like, I like him, but... Are I you... Right now. I mean, are oh. you available on Snapchat right now to speak? He's on the yeah. phone right now. Alright, so... There's gonna be another deal tonight. Alright. There it is. I can't wait. Big takes. Wow. This is just... Too much. Eventful night. All right. James, uh, how are you doing? Yeah. Everything good, James? When are you moving to West Virginia? No? Is he gone? Um, yeah. So we'll at least get. Yeah. Hell yeah. We're here first. No, I, I actually didn't yeah, hear you. Yeah, I, I couldn't hear any of that. But that's all right. We're going to see the yard goats, guys. Cool. All right, sweet. All right. Oh, we forgot to ask Eric. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hey, maybe he'll listen. <laughs> okay, boys. Uh, I'm calling it for the night. Uh, all right. Do we want – well, unless you guys got any, you know, quick takes – Quick take. Um, like we're 15 days away from our draft. It's coming up. Oh, quick take. Cole Hamill still doesn't play this year. <laughs> gonna die on that hill, huh? I'm gonna die on that hill. Something's gonna happen in spring training. Screw him. Ultimate denial. While we <clears throat> recorded this, did anyone see what just happened? Three minutes ago was the final. You were I no. one. You're right. Squeaked it out by one point against Fordham. Jacob Topham oh hit a couple uh, free throws with five seconds left. So much You're for right. my date insurity. Uh, uh, yeah, they they struggled with that one. Wow. And uh, VCU lost their fifth straight. Yeah, yeah. Against UMass, right? Yeah, UMass is surging. Trey Mitchell. Yeah, he that kid's a beast, huh? All right, I'm All done. Right. Um, also, big take. Connor's championship has an asterisk on it. I'm, yeah, I'm behind it. I'm sure. I'm going to tell you a story. I'm sure. <laughs> down with it. I'm going to tell you about my sure. All right. I'm going to tell you a big All right. story, All right. baby. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right.